everyone, this is Irliana Samsara, back again with another edition of Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. So, um, yes, we have a few interesting things to uh, share with you today. Um, first and foremost, I must give a shout out to all of you wonderful people, all of our wonderful friends around the globe, starting with the US of A, my home country. But I also want to give a big shout out to you United Kingdomers, yay, and Portugal, Japan, Canada, hello, hello, Australia, Mexico, Denmark, yay, Denmark. Do you know my first boyfriend? No, actually, hmm, second. He was Danish. All right, there it is. Shout out for Denmark. <laughs> uh, Switzerland, yay, uh, India, New Zealand, Macedonia, Ecuador. The Netherlands, hello, hello. St. Vincent and the Grenadines, hello there. Uh, Sweden, Germany, Uganda, awesome country. I want to go there. All right, we got to get these airlines working and everybody well again. <laughs> so, um, Kuwait, hello. Belgium, Austria, Costa Rica, Norway, Ireland, Chile. I feel like I'm a judge at a Miss Universe pageant, calling out all these names. All right, everyone, the swimsuit competition will now begin. Um, no, they did away with that, right? Mm -mm. All right. <laughs> Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, and Capricorn. We cannot do swimsuit competitions anymore. It's sexist. Well, it is. Anyway, <laughs> continuing on. Malaysia, Hungary, El Salvador. Hello, hello. Italy, buongiorno. Um, Argentina, hello. Ukraine, yay. Romania, Turkey, hello everybody. And France, oh, bonjour, bonne nuit, bonjour, no, not bonne nuit, bonjour, bonsoir, allo, salut. So, yes, we are here and um, just want to give a, you know, big love, big love to all of, all of us, together, ensemble. All right, so um, I have a very important news to share. Do you know that on Twitter, I have been followed by Jesus Christ? That that is yes, you heard it correctly. Jesus the Jesus H Christ official Twitter handle is now following me. I got this um, notification, and so I checked, and sure enough, the the Twitter handle is at official H Jesus. And you have to check out this guy's account. Oh, my God, it's hysterical. So, yeah, I spent eight years in Catholic school following Jesus, wearing a black and red maroon plaid skirt and little bow tie for eight years, following Jesus. And guess what? Now he's following me. Who'd have thunk? The nuns did not prepare me for this. But anyway, there you have it. Um, so... That was extremely important. Of course, it has. it's even more telling because the south node of the moon has moved into Sagittarius, which rules organized religion. So this was very auspicious. It's at 29 degrees of Sagittarius. So that makes it, there, there, there's some kind of karmic event here with being followed by Jesus. So having said that, uh, let's see. Another news. Let's see what's, what could be more important than that. Hmm. Oh yeah, right. The Jupiter-Saturn-Pluto conjunction. Yes, we can't exactly step over that one. So they have been conjunct and now those big boys are all going, they have just gone retrograde. Now Pluto 
went retrograde at the end of last month, at April 25th. Saturn went retrograde on May 10th, right in time for Mother's Day. And Jupiter, Jupiter just went retrograde yesterday. So they are um, Jupiter and Pluto, both in the sign of Capricorn. And Saturn has just dipped its toe in Aquarius, one degree of Aquarius. And now it's going to be heading back into the sign of Capricorn. So all of these, all three of these guys are all in a very rare triple conjunction a triple conjunction means all three of them are like holding hands or linking arms. And so that is, uh, there's a lot that, you know, to be said about that. Uh, I just thought it was pretty interesting that you, you know, we, we see, um, you know, things at, at, um, at, at a fever pitch, no, no pun intended, meaning no disrespect to the pandemic, but yes, things are at a fever pitch as it concerns major shifts in our society. The things that I spoke about last year, uh, at, on the, um, the, in my workshops and, um, the shift, the paradigm shift, the end of an era, right as as we've all seen with the covid uh pandemic now that they are retrograde <clears throat> you, if you can imagine it's the analogy i i could probably offer you is it, it, when a you know when a, an artist is painting on a canvas and it's intense and it's a very deep detailed work and they would you know work closely up and then at some point the artist puts his paintbrush down and he steps back he steps back to look at the big picture. So he's not engaging in any kind of yang forward motion activity, yang, I should say, um, not, not that outward effort, but it's this stepping back or it's this reflective phase. So the artist steps back from the painting to kind of assess things like, hmm, let's see, what have I created here? Let me, let me see and let me look at what I've done in terms of the bigger picture of what I want to accomplish. And is there something I need to revise or redo or, you know, think about again? And so it's it, this, these next few months, four months for Jupiter and Saturn and five and a half for Pluto, are are really this time and since they're all in in this late degrees of capricorn it's all about our our vast structure the vast restructuring that is taking place not only on the outside which is obvious but it's really the reflection of what is occurring inside of us so our consciousness our Consciousness evolution is undergoing this outrageous, you could say, an alchemical process. And so what does that mean, alchemy? Well, it's in the ancient um, doctrines, alchemy was the process by which lead was turned to gold, right? The alchemist would create gold from lead. So that's a very amazing, magical transformation hugely metaphorical, right? Taking something solid and think of lead being so heavy and and bringing, funny because Saturn rules lead, so from hard work, Saturn, discipline, focus, hard work, right? The alchemist must focus his, uh, his attention, unwavering attention, the unwavering flow of attention. 
and commitment and discipline and work and effort. And out of that, what comes? Gold. What's gold? The sun, right? Shining the light. So it's like the process of self-realization. So all three planets have been doing this complete takedown of our society, showing us the toxicity, the corruption, all of that in order to clear the way to purge. It's been a very intense cathartic process and we are still in it. Just because these three planets are retrograde doesn't mean that our work is over. If anything, it's just changing phases. So I want to be really clear um, and in, in this conversation today of how important that process is to the overall process. So we have to really um, be mindful of that. I mean, certainly when you look in the news, you see all these people getting so excited. They're come, going back on, you know, outside in the world. And these governors and presidents and prime ministers have relaxed the the quarantine rules in many, many places. And some, some of the uh, lockdowns have been lifted and people are circulating and they're going to the beach and they're going to restaurants and bars and you know there's a lot of um opinions right one way or the other about all of this and it's also very interesting and telling because venus going retrograde in the sign of gemini is we're reconnecting right venus socializing connecting um partying and in the enjoyments of life right and gemini rules like neighborhoods and neighbors and brothers and sisters and you know like that so um everything coming to life again or at least trying to it, you know gemini also rules merchants and retail stores and things so there's this desire and effort to, to reconnect um but i have to say you know we we really want to and this is the main point of today we really just want to be very mindful uh, of this process and to not rush out and just surface think this, you know, kind of surface view the whole thing. Uh, it's very easy to do that, especially because many people are just sick of staying in all these months and all the, all of the um, sacrifices that we've had to make. Now, the thing is, though, like I said, the Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto being all together, these, these outer planets that rule entire swaths of society and consciousness, right? They, um, they're leaving their mark, but this is a very important part of the process, when the stepping back, just like the artist, you know, after they've spent a little bit of time stepping back, then they, they kind of reorient themselves and then they can pick up the paintbrush again and start moving forward but there's but that checking out part so to speak is part of the process so we can't just be you know yang 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 forward 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 it's like saying i'll never sleep i just want to work all the time it's like you know we're it's part of the process of life to to relax and rest and meditate and reflect it's just we have to have that and that's what got us into trouble is that we've had this really toxic society that was built on colonialism and entitlement, right? The Jupiter in Capricorn is showing us this, this where we've had entitlement, we've, the, the toxicity of entitlement and colonialism and all of that, you know, for so long. Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, all dis, showing it in our face and dismantling it at the same time. So now this process for the next few months through the summer into September 
Jupiter will be in retrograde until September 12th. Saturn will come out of its retrograde at September 28th. And um, Pluto will come out of its retrograde October 4th. Pluto spends almost six months, almost half the year Pluto is retrograde. So, um, you know, when they're all three like that, it's just pretty... It's almost like divine, it's certainly, there's a divinity in this, as much as we've seen so much tragedy, um, but there is a process, and um, be aware, as some of you may have to go back to work, you know, like your your boss is, your company is calling you back, Uh, you know, I get it, Um, but I would say, you know, that if you have to go back, just be mindful, be very mindful and if you can stay home, look, this the virus is not over yet. The, the thing that it's such an unknown is it could very well, especially looking at the astrology, it could very well come back. It could come back. It could be like the retrograde period of these outer planets that have caused this paradigm shift. You know, it could be that the the um, the virus, it could be like in a, in a waning phase, kind of like a dormancy, and it could come back in the fall. I know that's what happened with, if you look at the historical, the graphs for the Spanish flu in 1918, when it first, the first outbreak happened, we hit, apparently when I was looking on Twitter, it looked like we hit, what we've hit now is what the first round of the Spanish flu was, that that many millions of deaths. And then it came back, the Spanish flu, and it came back with a vengeance in 1918. And the spike um, in the next round, in that second round of the, of the uh, pandemic happening, it was like five times bigger. It was just monstrous. So it's, it can happen. We don't want it to happen, but if we're not careful, that could happen again. And so what concerns me is that everybody's running around with, oh, okay, we've, we've had enough of this. And it seems that it's, and it's, unfortunately, it's a lot of Americans, you know, that they're really the ones that are in, in the biggest trouble because we've had these humo- this humongous statistical, you know, this has been a god-awful event with the numbers of people who have died and the transmission rates and and what concerns me is just that that entitlement thing or the the people being not disciplined and lazy and you know I have to say the thing that comes to mind so much for me about that is when we have an inauguration every inauguration happens on January 20th right every 4 years January 20th and when that happens and it's always at 12 noon, and it's always Washington, D.C., obviously, right? So every chart, every astrological chart of an inauguration, no matter who's in office, whether it's a Democrat or Republican, we have the same chart. We have the sun in Aquarius, and we always have Taurus rising. Well, Taurus rising, that means Venus rules. Venus is on the ascendant. Of, of the USA, of the inauguration chart, not the USA chart, the inauguration chart. So, of course, depending on which years this is, all the planets are in different places, but the ascendant's always Venus. So, I, I you know, I've thought about that, and I'm like, wow, you know, what's the shadow side of all that? Gluttony, greed, jealousy, 
um, you know, this, 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 this culture of, you know, there's the, the so much sense gratification, um, pursuit of materialism, you know, so the, those are, and, and Venus in, on the shadow side is, is um, you know, she can go to war. So the Mayans were not like enthralled with Venus. It was not like this, you know, there's this myth that, oh, Venus is everything is happy-go-lucky and beautiful and luxurious. And, you know, does it rule luxury and beauty? And Yes, it does. But there's always a shadow. So I thought of that when I, when I contemplate the whole COVID-19 situation. I just, you know, I, I often go back to that. Um, and so... And and of course, on in the Sibley chart of the United, it's a very popular, probably the most popular chart that people use for the birth birthday of the United States of America. We have Sagittarius on the ascendant, Jupiter. Jupiter is on the ascendant. So there's that's what's the shadow of that dogma, religious dogma. You know, we've certainly had that, um, but also this sense of entitlement the colonialism, you know, this whole manifest destiny where had people, you know, conquering and the genocide of of Native Americans and and um, African Americans and the enslavement and the ugly history of all that, but all in the guise of, oh, well, you know, God said, right? That was always what we learned in our history books. Oh, well, God said that we, we should settle the United States, you know, get in our covered wagon and go west, go west, young man. Yeah, but you know, did God say go, go, you know, murder people who are in your way? You know, <laughs> I don't think so. So anyway, so these, these are things that have come up into my consciousness and reflection. So now that Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto are all retrograde, um, this is a time to really step back and go, okay, how are we doing with our transformation on the inner planes? right? So the reflection on the inner and what changes have to occur from within us so we can move forward in the fall with a new sense of purpose, with a, with a vision, with, a, with an altered vision that can reflect, you know, a movement and a change and evolution for the greater good. This is, this is, like I said, a long-term, it's not like, oh, everything's going to be fine and peachy keen like before. Like, this is a process, and it's a huge process. Remember, we have not seen this planetary lineup since 1517. That was the year that Martin Luther posted his 95 theses on the door of the Wittenberg Cathedral in Germany, and it started the Protestant Reformation, right? Huge paradigm shift. The Catholic Church was the only gig in town, and then boom, boom, it was no more of that. Unfortunately, what we also saw was the Pluto, um, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, and the South Node of Capricorn. Um, it was also where the Mayans were destroyed by the Spanish um, armies in Mexico and in South America. All the ancient Incan and Mayan peoples, right, they were decimated. So it was it was a pretty horrible, scary, you know, there was the beginning of materialism and colonialism, of conquering and, you know, rape and pillage and all of that stuff. You know, I mean, had rape and pillage gone on before in, in Roman times? Yes. But there was this whole new chapter in history that opened up. And now we have come full circle and we're, we're now morphing into a whole nother frequency. So we've got to let go of that toxic, materialist, colonialist, entitlement, 
past. And we are doing that. And we've had this humongous opening battle called COVID-19 that is bringing up all of the inequalities in our government, in our society, in economies in the United States. My goodness, you know, look at how many people are there. We've been saying for years that there's this inequality of wealth in the distribution of wealth with the billionaires and so many people not getting services, um, communities that are, have been continually underserved. So it's time to go. You know, this is, this is it. We're, we're, we, we can't go on like this. It's not sustainable. The earth, you know, having been messed with environmentally, the carbon emissions, all of that stuff the oceans, the plastic and the ocean waters, you know, we, you get it, you know, we could go on and on, but you get the picture. So now we're stepping back and we're going, okay, what needs to happen on our inside so that it, what can, what can be reflected? The, the change always comes from within, right? When we change, we change the transformations always on the inside. So that's why I'm saying, be really careful about running out to the beach and distracting yourself with the third dimensional, you know, amusements and things that the ego has been craving, you know, it's like we've been on a diet, but we have to stick with this because if we don't, we're going to miss this transformational opportunity of a lifetime of many, many, many lifetimes of, of, of the level of transformation that's available has not been seen in hundreds of years. So, um, we have to stop thinking about ourselves and selfishness, and we've got to really go, what's going to serve me personally for my own evolution? And as that happens, of course, the entire world, as we evolve, everybody feels it. So we've got to keep thinking in terms of the greater good, and even if it means making great sacrifices. You know, we, we've all knew, we've known this since last year, you know, many astrologers, we've all thought and talked and reflected about this. There were many, many summits that, that I listened in on, fascinating, you know, and that, but we are all of that same mind of, look, it's not going to be easy, but it's work that has to be done. So, you know, we're not going to just leave something in the middle of its process. Have you ever baked a cake and you're, you're, you've waited enough time, you figure, I think it's done. I'm pretty sure it's done because you want it to be done because it smells so good and you want to eat that cake, right? It, it's, the kitchen smells fantastic. So you open the oven door and you take a knife and you stick it in the middle of the cake and ugh, it comes out all that mushy, doughy stuff, right? It's like all that wet, you know, it's not. The outside is cooked, the outside's baked, but the inside is still not quite right. Well, if you took it out of the oven because you were so hungry and you're like, ah, oh, it's all right, I'll just eat around the edges. Ew, right? That's disgusting. That's a half-baked cake. You did all this effort. You spent all this money on, this, on these ingredients. You took all this time in the kitchen. You used the energy of electricity or what our flame to run your, your oven. And, and, and for what? You know, what's the return on the investment? You didn't finish the time. You didn't finish the, the work process that was supposed to be there, right? You get, you get this doughy cake, you know. So that's what I'm saying. If, you, if we run out there and get really caught up in the world again, 
um, it's, it's just not going to work. So if you have to go out, go out. That would be my advice. If you have to do, do what you have to do, but keep your discipline. And if you do go out, be in that mindset, like if you have to go back to your job, be in that mindset of, okay, higher consciousness here. It's not, don't be searching for like, oh, I want to reconnect with how things were. Right before this podcast, I happened to be talking on the phone with Shire. Remember Shire? Shire McGuire from Towers for Change previous podcast. She's doing all that wonderful work with prison activism and also helping juvenile delinquent uh, kids uh, using tower gardens to create these futures, you know, for, for children and marginalized communities to step into. So anyway, uh, we were just talking and she said something that she heard something really cool. Um, and I, she passed it along to me and I said, ah, I'm going to share that on my podcast. She said, um, that people were saying, you know, when are we gonna when are we gonna have things go back to normal? And um, the idea being, instead of going back to normal, what what about and what we really have to do is, because we know it's not gonna go back the way it was, not with Pluto in the house, right? Instead of back to normal, what about forward to better? I just thought that was so cool. Forward to better. So. We want to divorce ourselves from how it was in the past. It means, obviously, it's very easy to go there. But if we are in this moment where we're not in the future, we're not in the past, we're just in this moment with our breath connecting us to the now. Stay in the middle, stay in the moment, create from there. That's what we have to do. That's our new society. So if you are working on out in the world and having to go back to your job, you're in a different place with your job. We're in a different moment. We're in a different moment in time. You know, your office and your, the walls and the floors and everything is, is the same, but who we are is, is shifted. So allow that alchemical process to do its work. It does take time. It does take effort. There's a lot of times we just want to give up, but we have to keep going. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel said it too really well and very funny, this video that he had the other day I saw on Twitter, he said, you know, it's like having a scab on you, uh, you know, how your mother says, don't pick the scab, you know, leave it alone. And because if you try to pull it off, ah, right, it hurts like hell. And I will say too, that the narrative in the mainstream media seems to, it's interesting, as soon as Mercury, not Mercury, as soon as Venus went retrograde in Gemini, Gemini also rules, you know, news outlets. So Venus, the value system, right, flipped into, um, from, you know, from stationing, it stationed retrograde, right? It went backwards. As soon as it turned around and retrograded, literally that day, I noticed the news headlines, I get the New York Times, uh, uh, this little thing delivered to my inbox every day. It's like one of those news roundups, you know, the the, near, the daily briefing, it's called. So the day it showed up it was all this narrative completely shifted, like night and day. It's so Gemini, right? Flip, 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 right? Duality. It was like for months we were like, stay at home, you know, the hashtag, stay at home. And then all of a sudden it became, oh, well, now studies are saying that sunshine actually helps. And only a few, only one case in China was reported to have been transmitted outside. 
and all the other, you know, seven, they studied 7,000 people and only one case was transmitted outside. So therefore, it's okay to go outside. It's like, oh my God, up till now, that was like the big no-no. So it's confusing a lot of people. It's get, making people want to eat that cake with the batter is not done in the middle, right? Or as Jimmy Kimmel says, the scab is there and you're trying to pick it off, you know? And it's like, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Let yourself complete this process. Each of us individually and collectively, let's keep going on this high road, rebuilding ourselves from the inside out. So Jupiter, September 12th, we've got this journey, right? Saturn, Pluto. Here's the thing about the USA, going back to the USA chart. The USA Pluto is at 27 degrees of Capricorn. So that means that these Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto have been going over, and now they will be going back again over that USA Pluto. So these three huge change agents ruling the, uh, the oligarchy, which is the, the, the um, plutocracy, you know, the, the um, rule by the wealthy and the elite, politicians, the money system, the banking system, all of this, this is all being revised and, um, you know, the corruption uncovered. So these are now stepping back over that USA Pluto. We are in what is called a Pluto return. We have never seen this before. It takes Pluto 248 years to go around the sun. So the last time it was there was in the time of the American Revolution. So here we are again. We've come around, right? We're purging government that doesn't work, right? The last time, of course, it was the British. Now we've come around. What needs to change? What needs to shift? And this particular transit, it's very key as part of the process. Saturn is going to go over that USA Pluto exactly at that 27 degree the 27 degrees of Capricorn, Saturn, which of course rules destiny, karma, fate, destiny, restriction, challenge, right? Challenge to the wealth of our country, Pluto, including money, money, stocks, you know, the, the stock market, all of that. Saturn is going to go over that point from July 29th to August 12th. And it will be exactly at 27 degrees of Capricorn, 33 minutes, on August 4th. So that, frame t- that framework of late July into the middle of August is a very, again, it's that, you know, testing time. And it's almost like, you know, the knife in the middle of the cake, you know. We're, we're looking at that, especially then, you know, how, how baked is that? Well, let me tell you, it's not going to be finished because we're not going to have the exact Pluto return until, what is it, two or three years from now when, it's, when Pluto Pluto's only at 24 degrees and it inches along very slowly. So it won't get to 27 Capricorn for another couple of years. So in terms of Pluto's transformation, we're still far off. But Jupiter and Saturn, boom, you know, they're all three of them are working that USA Pluto. So there are good things coming. We just know that right now it looks very dark. 
and I say that for everybody because I know so many of you are, are not in this in the United States, um, but knowing that we, the, the world economy, right, Jupiter, right, Jupiter is about the world, the global structure and infrastructure. So we are all moving through this together. This is an enormous opportunity, but we have to be patient. And if you remember when I've talked about the cocoon, that's the other image to, rem- to remind you of, the cocoon, the butterfly in the cocoon. It's like right now that cocoon is, it's like the, butterf- the, the caterpillar is in the middle of transforming himself. He's, he's wrapped up in the cocoon and he, he can't get out. Like once you're in that thing, you got to see it through. He doesn't go, I don't want to be a butterfly. I'm just going to go back to the way it was sorry, too late, you know, you got the chrysalis around you, you just got to sit and be patient. So yes, patience, patience, patience is a virtue. (sighs) That's really all I wanted to talk about today, um, that um, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, of course, Venus is there, right? Venus started May 13th, and it'll go to about June 25th in Gemini and Mercury will will um will join it Mercury will be will be retrograde and it will be joining the rest of the gang um from let's see shadow retrograde starts June 1st oh my god that's only in 2 weeks it doesn't go the exact retrograde is not until June 19th and it goes out July 11th so by June we will have Mercury Venus Jupiter Saturn and Pluto all retrograde. The personal planets, Mercury and Venus, and then Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto. So that's five planets retrograde. Then in in, uh, September, we'll start in October to November, we'll have Mars retrograde. Of course, it'll be out, the other guys will be out by, by the time Mars does, but Mars will do its little retrograde dance too. We'll talk about that another time. So there you go. Um, Just to offer you words of advice, staying mindful wherever you happen to be, whether you're working or staying home. If you have the opportunity to stay home, still be diligent, you know, social distancing, um, you know, eating really well, eating really good food, high spectrum food, um, lots of water, getting your rest, getting your exercise, you know, doing all those disciplines of things that will keep your health vibrant. Uh, let's see, anything else? Oh, yeah, so I am going to be doing a, um, my next webinar. Thank you to all who who um, showed up. That was lots of fun. I'm going to be talking a week from today, May 20, what is that? May 22nd, the new moon. We're going to be talking about the eclipses, the eclipse season, because that is coming up soon. June 5th, we're back in eclipse season, and that's going to be pretty exciting. It's, we have our final Cancer Capricorn eclipses next month as the Cancer Capricorn baton is passed to Gemini and Sag for eclipses. So June 5th, we have a lunar eclipse coming up at 15 degrees of Sag. And then we it's, an, it's a sandwich. It's a triple decker. 
and then the solar eclipse is on the uh, right around the um, solstice, June 20th. That's zero cancer. And then the third eclipse is a lunar eclipse on July 4th, Independence Day of the USA, 13 degrees Capricorn. That's exactly opposite the USA sun. So that's very, very auspicious for the United States. So we have a lot of opportunities and portals here for us to garnish wisdom. So I will be talking about them in depth and I'll be giving you the dates of opportunity and the, the, the potentials that exist and then the shadow of that, of what to, be, what to look out for, to, to manage and navigate powerfully. And we'll be talking about the Saros cycles that each of these occur in. So a Saros cycle is all eclipses are in cycles. They occur in so like, a, like tree rings. Okay, like if you cut a tree down and you see the tree rings inside, the eclipses are in families. What most people don't know is that eclipses have are grouped together by theme throughout the, the hundreds and even thousands of years that they are uh, rotating and moving through the heavens. So each of these is, uh, has a particular theme. So we'll be talking about the themes that each of these represent. So it'll be, it'll be meaty. So um, I hope that you join us. You can always just, um, just shoot me an email, Irliana at starsoundastrology.com. And um, it's going to be great. I think you'll, we'll certainly make a, um, make a video of that. And that video will be given to you, of course, um, having participated in it. And we also are giving away at the end of the talk, a, the people who are on the call, on the webinar, we're going to have a, a, a free session. Uh, so you'll get a two-hour astrology session, whether you're a new person who's never had astrology before or a returning client, it doesn't matter. Everybody gets to, um, to be in the drawing. So we hope you join us. And um, I think that's all for now. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, um, keeping you all in my heart. Uh, thank you so much for being the light that you are to move us all forward because every single one of us counts. All of us make a difference in this world. And even though it's kind of scary heavy right now and there's a lot of uncertainty and confusion, just know that everything is happening. There's a higher purpose here. So let the alchemy and the magic do its thing. We are all going to come out of this so much stronger as we maintain our focus and use this to its highest. So uh, Jupiter going into um, Jupiter and Capricorn going into Aquarius with Saturn at the end of the year is that that'll that'll be giving us a little you know tip of the hat you know yes okay give a little a little um, you know some uh, goody stuff there a little uh, some some cool um a little bit of a reward but we um but we have to do the work so hang in there and we'll be back next week so anyway much love to you all take care all for now this is Irliana Samsara star sound speaks star sound astrology thank you all for listening namaste